Welcome on board, guys. What is going on? My name is Georgia Ruha, and I'm very happy and excited today to have newly promoted, right, Sergeant First Class, Tyler Butterworth, known, you know, for his social media's Butterworth the Syrup, and an Army National Guard recruiter from VA, content creator on pretty much all your platforms that you love, IG, TikTok, YouTube, uh, business owner, and a family man. Hey, man, what's up? Good morning. This is the Guard to Guard podcast. With this podcast, we're here to have powerful conversations to educate, inspire, and challenge you to unlock your full potential. I am your host, Stephen Kanafka. I'm joined today with my co-host, Georgia. And today we got a special guest. I love his content. I think his content is amazing. Tyler, welcome to the Guard to Guard podcast. We're excited to have you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. So we pretty much just want to showcase your story. All right, Tyler. So first off, I want to say congratulations on your promotion. That's a big step. Um, My first question is, can you share your journey from joining the Army National Guard to become a social media influencer? And what inspired you to take this path? All right. So you want me to start at the beginning? Yeah, please. (laughs) All right. So I joined in... uh, I joined in 2006 uh, when I was 18. I joined for basically one thing, and it wasn't any of the the benefits that we sell as recruiters or we talk about. Um, I joined because I wanted to go overseas. The reason that I chose the Army National Guard is because I was the only recruiter that was able to tell me when and where I would be deploying. Um, And that is literally the only reason why I chose the Army National Guard and why I'm here today. Okay. And then what inspired you to take that path? The inspiration for that would be my family. I have a military background in my family. My dad was in the Navy. My brother was also in the Virginia Army National Guard. Um, But it was mainly the events of uh, September 11th. Uh, I watched that happen in middle school on the uh, the TV and chemistry class. And I I knew right then and there that this is exactly what I was going to do. Okay. That's, yeah, that, that, that is insane. Funny, funny part. I wasn't even in this country when 9-11 happened, but I also remember, you know, singing on the TV and things like that. Yeah, so. of course. Um, so, so, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you also had, so following that, you had another uh, job, right, with law enforcement? Yeah, so I basically, uh, I joined when I was 18. I went on my first combat deployment. I came home. I started going to school, to college, and... You know, using all those benefits while I was working a full-time job, security guard at the time, um, another deployment opportunity came up. I volunteered for it, did that deployment, and on a rooftop in Baghdad, uh, one of the other fellow Virginia Army National Guardsmen, he actually told me about being a police officer. Mm-hmm. I had been a uh, firefighter throughout high school, a volunteer. Um, so I, I thought on that rooftop, I'm like, well, I've done the military thing, I've done the firefighting thing, but I haven't done the police thing. So. Mm. When I got home from that deployment, I, uh, I applied to the police academy and continued my school at the same time. I got hired as a police officer uh, about a year later after going through the academy and being on the street. I got my bachelor's degree. And then from there, I applied to be a detective. And I've been uh, a gang detective, street crimes detective, narcotics. And I'm actually still a sheriff's deputy where I live. Um, and all of that while I've been in the Army National Guard. You got your plate full. <laughs> <laughs> you are just dabbling in everything. That's awesome. 
Um, I can definitely tell that you are a big role model in your community, which is great, especially being a, a recruiter yeah. for Virginia. It definitely opens up a lot of the younger, the youth, basically, um, their eyes to see that you can take on different challenges and different obstacles. So right on to you for dabbling in pretty much in police, fire, military, and anything. Amazing. Yeah. Social media, too. Like, you're huge on that. So right on to you for having all that time. And that's a lot. Yeah. How do you? Okay. So I guess that, that leads us to our next question. Like, how how does one do everything from from, you know, law enforcement to college? to this job, right? You know, many people struggle with balancing their civilian life yet along military life and commitments. And how, so how do you manage this, this balance effectively? So it, it all comes down to, of course, like time management. And, you know, you have to, like, I, I kind of rank things that are most important. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. family is the number one most important thing always. Nothing Absolutely. will change that for me. I agree. So with that being said, you know, if, if family is the most important thing, you know, that that's my support system. That's how I kind of balance everything that I'm doing. So if that means that I can rely on my wife to help me out with uh, tasks with the kids or at the house or the farm, then, you know, I can do that. But at the end of the day, it, it all boils down to the, the person, the type of person. And I'm the type of person where, one, I can't sit still. Two, I, I feel like I rarely sleep because I'm constantly doing something or busy or trying to learn the next thing. And that's just how I am. You know, I feel like if I didn't learn something during the day, I'm going to think about it at night that I didn't learn anything new. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably wake up and go and watch a YouTube video to learn something and then go back to that. That's the go getter mentality, right? right? Like that raw, like, (laughs) you know, like you feel like I, you know, I, I definitely relate to that. No, absolutely. So I know you do. (laughs) <laughs> For me, I personally, like, I found you on social media, on Instagram, and I thought your videos were fantastic. I was sharing it to pretty much everybody I know in the military, and I was like, this guy is hilarious. Half the stuff he's posting up is is ridiculous, but it's so good. Like, it's just great content. So for me, it's like... What's your social media presence focusing on motivating and educating others? Can you share a few key, uh, key principles or lessons you learned that helped you inspire and educate your audience? So I would, I would say the, the reason why I started social media was to assist me with recruiting and assist with, you know, like you said, educating the public. And so for me, everyone that's on social media, and not everyone, there's a lot of people that do different things, but the vast majority of people that are military or doing it for a recruiting purpose do it very, very specifically to give out information. And there's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. I feel like the more effective way to do it is to couple education with entertainment. And that's what I try to do. I try to give you a little bit about the military, but also make you laugh or smile in the process. And I think that that is much more effective and somebody will remember it. Yeah. You definitely knocked it out the park with the Mercedes video. Mercedes. Or LMTV. I don't know. Mercedes. It's not the same. It's not the same. All right. All right. On the topic of social media and starting and with recruiting, um, what is, so uh, me, me and you have had a lot of conversations about this, this topic, but what's like some advice that you would give to new 
you know, recruiters that are coming up and like they, they've been trying the traditional way and maybe they just want to dabble, right? They just want to try it out and maybe they're scared or, or maybe their command is not so, you know, social media welcoming, which does happen in a lot of states. Like what would be your advice to someone that's just starting off is overwhelmed? Like there's all this equipment and oh my God, you know, Sergeant Barnworth is doing it this way and Sergeant Sports is doing it this way. What, what, how, how can someone just get started? Oh, it's easy. It's, you find people that you like their style of content. You like their the way that they present things, the way that they create videos, whatever it is. And then it's, it's very easy. You can just copy that. You, you essentially learn how they shoot if they are videoing with the phone. And that's another thing they'll say is that you don't need to go out and buy a mirrorless camera and wireless lab mics and all this kind of stuff. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You can, you can literally just use your cell phone. The, the cell phones on the iPhones that are coming out now are, some people will argue they're just as good as a 4k mirrorless camera. So you can use your existing cell phone. You don't need microphones. You can find everything that I learned how to do. I learned how to do from YouTube and from talking to you uh, and some of the other know, content creators on social media when I started. And that's, that's kind of how I started. But to anybody that's thinking about doing it and using it for a recruiting purpose, I would highly recommend that one, you learn all of the regulations and the things that you need to know about properly using social media, either as a recruiter or as a member of the military, because there are rules that we have to follow. And that's, you know, obviously very important. Yes. That's, no, that's, I mean, right on, right? Yeah, that's key for sure. Cause I feel like a lot of uh, the newer generation that's coming up, especially with recruiting, um, we don't really, we, we, we have a lot of technology with us now. <laughs> so now we definitely yeah. be more censored than what we would have been back in the day compared to when you guys were joining pretty much, you guys joined at a different time where censorship wasn't as big. Damn, as are you calling now. me old right now? I'm not calling you old because <laughs> I'm older than you personally. I'm just saying in my military career in general, yes. I joined at a later time. I, I didn't join to 2015. So um, for me, it was a lot right. different. Um, but now, yeah, we definitely have to be more cautious of what we are doing or saying, especially on social media. Yeah. And I will say to, to go with that, it's kind of like, don't let that don't let that like terrify you or scare you away mm-hmm. from actually doing it because this is the future. This is the way that we are going to recruit. This is the way that information is now conveyed to the people that we're looking for. And if you enjoy doing it like I do, just do it. You know, it I don't make these videos just because it's going to help me with recruiting or because my chain of command wants me to or any of that. You know, this is this has always been my personal account and it's always been a hobby of mine videography and acting and all that, because that's what I really would like to pursue after the military. So I make these videos now because really I just, I like acting. I like doing the editing videography and more than anything, I like making people laugh. Yeah. And you, you are extremely successful at that. I would say that because oh, <laughs> I'd yeah. be laughing every time I look at your video. <laughs> um, so, so, thank you. so, so you want to pursue acting after the military? Yeah, so I'm actually I'm I'm trying to get into it now, uh, doing it a little bit on the side, and then uh, but yeah, that is the goal is to do full time social media, social media marketing, advertising, and acting um, when I get out. That's beautiful. That's amazing. So my next question to you yeah. would be: um, a lot of our listeners are looking to join 
you know, the National Guard or pursue a military career in general. Can you provide some insight mm-hmm. into the benefits and opportunities that the Army National Guard offers? Yeah, um, I'm happy to do that. But before I do that, I will say to anyone that does listen to this, that's considered a military, I would highly recommend that you talk to every single recruiter from every single branch before you decide on one of them. And that's what I tell people that come in the office and actually sit down with me when I'm working as a recruiter. I ask them if they talk to the other branches, and if they said yes, uh, or even if they said no, I'll tell them a little bit about the Army National Guard and tell them, like, hey, you know, I want you to do this for you. I want you to do this for the right reasons. And that's something that I'm not going to tell them. That's something that they need to know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. tell people that I joined the military almost 17 years ago. I'm not signing that paper. They are signing that paper. Absolutely. So they need to be doing it for the right reasons. Yep. Um, I agree with that. For anyone that is looking at college or has attended college or wants to maintain their civilian life or civilian employment, I would highly recommend the Army National Guard for that purpose because, one, it's going to pay for your school, and two, it's going to allow you to have a normal life where you can be a civilian and be a soldier part-time, you know, the one week in a month, two weeks in the summer, plus any state or federal activations. Um, And that, in itself can open up opportunities both in the civilian world and in the military. And that's kind of what, what I have done this entire time is bounce back and forth between civilian and military employment. Okay. I, you know, I definitely agree with everything you just said. Um, to me, I, I was an active duty Marine prior to joining the army national guard. So I, I didn't really do too much research when it came to the military. I was like, all right, Navy first. This is where I'm going to go. Me and my recruiter didn't have that great of a relationship. It it felt like she was kind of holding me back. So I ran to my brother's recruiter (laughs) and I was like, man, just sign me up. I need to leave in three weeks. Um, But I didn't really do my research. And I feel like that's where I came at fault because I should have went to the other branches and talked to everybody else to see what I, what I could have got. And for me, the army national guard would have definitely took me to where I needed to be to get my degree and not have to go active duty to, to pretty much get the post nine eleven or anything like that. So I definitely agree with everything you just said right there. Yeah, for sure. So we've talked about, we've, uh, we've jumped around a little bit and we've talked about, like social media, you know, uh, other careers, the the military benefits and, and things like that. I think what's what's really important here is uh, for, for you guys that are listening is to understand that, you know, you can be both and you can do both and you can be anything that you want to be. Uh, if you just take it day by day, you know, show up and, and show out, right? Like everyone has a talent and everyone has that like it's it's not like um it's not impossible right it's not everything is within your reach so but you just have to wake up and be positive right so but how do we how do we do that so if you had to so Tyler right like how how do you how do you personally stay motivated i know you you talked about your family being a part of that right how do you how do you personally stay motivated during tough times um, and how do you share that motivation with like your followers or the people around you? So it, it's simple for me. It, it's, you know, I, I've experienced hard times. I've experienced, you know, issues with the chain of command or issues with career progression, whatever it may be. But no matter what, I feel like it is a huge waste of my time, both uh, mentally and physically to dwell on a problem. If there's a problem, 
I'm going to try to find the solution for it. And if it requires me thinking of multiple solutions or even going the right step, that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to sit here and complain about something that has already happened or is going to happen. I'm going to focus on how I'm going to make it better. I just feel like for me, having that kind of attitude, it, it allows me to have a very, you know, my wife even gets upset at me. She's like, how are you not mad about this? I'm like, what's the point? Why would I be mad about this? Yes, I can. I'm frustrated. I can be mad about something. But at the end of the day, what is that going to help? That's not going to help anyone. And so that's why with my social media, I don't, I don't portray anything in a negative light. And I, I know that I never will. It's just not necessary. And it's not going to help anybody. No one's going to have a good day because they heard somebody else complain. That's not going to happen. That's very true right there, man. (laughs) Positivity all the way. And everybody has their challenges. So I feel like when you come into the, to the office, are you going to, you wake up in the morning or you see your kid's face or your, your wife's face or husband's face and you could tell that they're not having a great day. Just a smile changes everything or just the way you walk into the house after contagious. Work. It is contagious. So you always got to walk into everything with a positive mindset. You're always going to face challenges. You're always going to hit hurdles or obstacles. It's just how you overcome these things. And that's what you find out about yourself as an individual, as you're progressing either through the military or in life in general, especially with social, social media and all the different challenges that influencers have to face. Um, but to me, like I said, your your content alone puts me in a positive manner. I love looking and going back to everything that you're posting up whenever I'm going through some challenges or anything like that. I'll show it to, to applicants I'm talking to. Um, and it definitely puts a smile on everybody's face. It makes the appointment run a lot smoother. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and what I'll say is that it all goes back to, you know, what is most important to you? And that, and like I said, that's family for me. So when I think about my family, it makes me smile. Just like maybe some of the videos that I've created that make people smile. You know, like that's what I think about. I don't, I, I don't, you know, go to sleep thinking about what makes me angry. I go to sleep, you know, thinking about what what makes me grateful. Okay. So, as we're getting ready to wrap things up here, uh, want to leave it nice and uh, you know short and sweet. But so we're gonna we're asking everybody this and I know that this is not something we had prior discussed, but I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Um, what is if one thing, right? Or you can make it multiple things, but if there's just one thing that you can tell someone as like an inspirational quote, maybe something that you have heard before and has helped you, um, something that just lingers in your mind, something that you made up. If you had to tell you know, someone who is, is going to a new chapter in life and something for them to like unlock their full potential, right? Something, a positive, inspiring quote. What would that be? Oh, I'm not a quote guy, but I'll give you some advice. Oh, well, let's go. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, first and foremost, it would be, you know, have a good attitude. You know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something and always try to learn something. And from the military, I would say the biggest thing that I've learned, the most important thing that will take you the furthest is take care of your people. Because we all start somewhere, whether you're a second lieutenant or you're an E1, a private. You're all going to start in the same place, and you're always going to remember the leaders that didn't treat you as well as you should have been treated. So that way, when you're in a leadership position later on in life, whether that's in a civilian job or a military position, just remember those leaders that didn't treat you as well, that you can always strive to not be like them. 
you can always do a better job and be a solid leader for the rest of your life. Facts. If I could just yeah, I was I was gonna get the clap, <laughs> <laughs> not get the clap, you know, pause, but the you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what's but, funny? <laughs> I, I've heard of I've heard of you can learn from both bad and good leadership, right? Absolutely, you learn, you probably learn more from bad leadership because it, it shows you an example of what not to do and in the process of experiencing it you're also going to find a solution so now that you have an example of it and the solution if that same thing happens to you you know exactly what to do and what not to do yeah well you know we want to say thank you for joining us today this was you know a amazing interview in my opinion um we got a lot of uh, knowledge out of it and experience from you personally uh guys make sure to follow him on all social media platforms trust me he will not disappoint you on any videos or any of his social media platforms uh butterworth the syrup make sure to follow as well as our podcast page guard to guard podcast um thank you guys again we hope you guys have a great day give us some feedback reviews and We're going to end it here. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. We appreciate your time, man.